listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Yes, yeah, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up, guys? It's JK3. So training camp has just uh, begun. It's been just a couple days now, and uh, we had JK3 on the ground at training camp with some pretty good tweets and uh, pictures and videos on our Twitter account out down, down by the bank if you don't follow us already. Um, one question that we were discussing before we started recording, before we get into the sights and the sounds of training camp is JK3 was saying that based on what he's seen on the field, we got a tight end apparently, a pretty good tight end out there. Tell us about that. Real deal, man. I, I don't know where I don't know where Tim learned to play tight end, but um, he's Tim Tebow. We, he's the best one that we have on the roster right now. We're bringing yeah, this up I, first I, for the I, ratings. O, O'Shaughnessy wasn't <laughs> O'Shaughnessy wasn't there. He wasn't there at, at camp today. So, uh, but from the selection of tight ends that were at camp today, Manhurst was pretty much with the, um, the offensive line doing a lot of offensive line drills. So from what I can you know, gather from that is that he's going to be really heavy into the, the run game and really help, heavy in the blocking game. He was there getting a couple of, of, you know, reps from the receiving tight end and things like that. But the person that was, that was making some of the plays from a tight end position uh, who were hitting some of the seam routes who were actually, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was Tim. Derek, <laughs> Derek, Tim Tebow is the guy apparently. <laughs> Tight end number one on the team. What do you think about that? He's living um, up to it. So here's here, here's the thing. Okay, What's I the never thing? like I told you. I never doubted his will, his work ethic. I'm sure he's put in the work. He's always been a gym rat. We know these things already. Okay, so he's gonna look the part. But you know, two days O'Shaughnessy one here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just no. I I got I gotta see it week one. I'm not gonna believe anything if he's on the roster and it's week one. That's what's all I'm gonna say. Yes, um, this this is that good pessimism now, we want. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. So now, now you gotta remember. Now you gotta remember. Now shut up after this. You gotta remember who he's probably spending a ton of time with. Okay that was also a wide receivers coach for 10 years. All right. Urban Meyer. You know, obviously we know this already. They're, they're already good buddies. I guarantee you he's probably been helping him, t- giving him some tips, telling him what to do, probably even walking over to his house over there in, in, in the neighborhood they live in and freaking doing stuff in the backyard. Who knows? <laughs> but, but, yeah, so he's going to look pretty good at running routes. That's, you know. But I never had any reservations as far as him playing tight end, running and catching the ball. It was more about blocking, which he just said that he wasn't working with the line. So he might be a flex or whatever, third down, stuff like that. I could see that. But again, till I see it week one, I'm not going to believe no practice hype, man. Never. <laughs> Don't, don't practice. I right don't. Do, do not. Do not I'm believe, not it. believe it. Do okay. Not. If if, if he's there week it. one and he's catching TDs, I will get back on here and say JK three. I was wrong. It'll be too late then. I'll say it. No, it'll be too late. I will say it then. Okay. But until then, I'm not gonna believe it. I'm not buying. I mean, look. Again, 
from what I saw today and the observations that I made, um, you know, Luke Farrell, he was very, he was, he was very involved in, you know, to some of the passing games and everything else like that. But, you know, again, Tebow was putting in the extra work on the jugs machine, um, you know, was doing the extra work on the blocking and like to your credit, like you said, he is, you know, a gym rat. He's going to, he's going to go in and get the job done and everything else like that. He still has a long road ahead of him, I think, but you know, uh, it gets real on Saturday when they put up, when they, when they put on the pads, I think that's what everyone wants to see. And I would pay to, you know, be there on Saturday to, if he does catch a pass or see someone light him up, or if he's on the other end of it, if he becomes a battering ram, he is wearing this crazy, like ridiculous helmet that I've never seen before. Like I thought Keelan Cole's helmet was strange. Like this one, it's got like these air vents that are like all like all the way down the side. It's, it's super weird, man. It's a very weird helmet, but um, but yeah, no, no, that, that's a that's a good way to open up and and, and start off hot. You know, it, it was hot today too at the camp. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and you said that he's as big as he's looking in the pictures, like he put on weight. Oh yeah, he's 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 big. Yeah, that's interesting. Sure. Yeah, I think it's funny because we have a you know a down by the bank group text, of course. And JK three, one of the first things he said this morning when he was texting is he said, "This sounds so cliche, but this camp is different from anything I've ever seen." <laughs> no, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know, but doesn't that feel like we always kind of like have to get into that mindset in the beginning? You know, it's so different, man. Because okay, so the way that the way that that, that I can d- describe it, it was really just organized chaos. Like as a fan, you're sitting there and you're watching, and the players just know where to go, and then there's this weird voice that says like the difference in t- two minutes, and it has like these code words, like these code words. Someone is running the camp and the 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 voice is like very i don't know it's really weird like it's super weird you're, you're sounding a little uh schizophrenic here. No, I swear, it's super <laughs> the voice the have, yeah there's this voice that comes up and and if you went to training camp today or if you've gone you will know when you hear it the voice that this person <laughs> and so no as a fan you really don't know what is going on like you hear whistles you hear a bunch of yelling and everyone's going where they need to go. It's just like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's very intense. I would say that it's intense from, you know, he's, he's really, he's really doubling down on that own it. And that 1% extra or 2% extra, whatever the thing that he has, because even when they're stretching, you know, urban is there walking around, even when they're, even when they're, you know, doing their, their team drills and everything else like that. Someone's always yelling. Someone's always, you know, breeding that competitive culture. And I think the the medi- the mediocre stuff right now is it's gone. I really do. Yeah. Well, I just pointed that out because I think that plays to your optimism. And then with Derek in there, you had sent a video, I think, of a Trevor Lawrence pass, and Derek goes, "That looks off, though." Yeah. <laughs> No, that's not what I said. I'm not. I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm saying it's like you no, know. That's, that's, that's not. I, I think. That's not what, no, I know, but I'm saying that. like to me, it's like you know when you're there in person, it's like every, it's more exciting. You're kind of like you know, and I'm not saying it wasn't as good as JK3 saying it, but I feel like even me, if I'm physically there, I'm like totally bought in. But if you're like on the outside looking in, then maybe it's like you're putting it through a realism filter. I guess I don't know. 
No, no. What do you mean that's not what you said? I have that text literally no, right no, here in front no, of me. No, you can, you can, you can read, read it again. Read it again. And you didn't. We can we can go back and we can chop this out if you want to. Read that looks again. off, though. The look no. off. The look I, off. That look off. Whatever. Even let's just pretend. He, he Corey, he, he even looked the, off the he looked off the safety. He looked left the entire time, and at the last second, he looked right through the ball. I thought you were being so negative. No, no, all I was saying was, you know, most rookie quarterbacks can't even do a simple look off, and he's okay. already doing them in day two. So, so it didn't. That, so it didn't look off. Okay, thing. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's okay. Good. Well, then maybe you're not being as negative about it as I thought you were. That, that works yeah. out. I mean, there, there is there is a little bit, you know, you walking into the camp today. So I got and and this is for advice for anybody that goes. You you get that get there early because it, it's it's packed and people are thirsty for football right now. They're thirsty for live events. You know, they they want to see the team. So get there early. Um, uh, I, if the gates o- or if the gates open at nine, I would honestly be in line, ready to go by like eight, eight fifteen. Yeah, I know it sounds strange for a training camp, wow. but you're gonna have to. You, you're, the way they have it set up, you know, there's some areas that you know obviously have shade, and those are usually the ones that go first. But it's uh, the shade is the shaded areas are usually over by the offensive line, defensive line, which is gonna be prime spots probably on Saturday because when the pads get put on. You know, that's what you really want to see. You really want to see the trenches and see that trench work. Um, you know, you don't really get much of that now since they're currently in shorts and T-shirts. So, you know, the offensive line and defensive line can only do so much. And plus, Urban got fined or the Jags got – well, Urban got fined, uh, you know, for that full contact stuff within training camp. So, I think they're kind of taking it easy and not really pressing right now uh, and, and waiting for, for Saturday. Um, that's, what, they, that's what happened to Taven, by the way. He's what? a snitch. Oh, he's a snitch. That's why he got the black eye. He's a snitch. I hope so, that anyway. really didn't happen. <laughs> um, and, and then they usually they usually have the traditional bleachers where where um, you know we usually sit or where fans usually use sit during training camp. The far left side they have like a VIP entrance, so you're not going to be able to sit over there unless you are I don't some type of VIP. But um, I would say when we were there, Urban was was one of the first one of the first folks out. Um, huge standing, like a crowd pleasing standing ovation for him, man. And, you know, as players, you know, came to come out to get the extra work in before, um, you know, the team, everything came out there, you know, he was individually, you know, just talking to each one individually coaching up DJ chart, you know, on, on getting out and, and beating that swim off the line. Um, very involved with, you know, the, with, with, with Minshew, you know, I, I saw him have a, have a, you know, a little bit of time with Minchu before he came out or before Trevor came out. Um, and then even with the tight ends, because that was the position that was a little bit closest to us, um, still teaching them the same release concepts and going over the, you know, some of the stuff that making them better receivers. Um, you know, I, I think he's just an, an all around, I, he's a coach at the end of the day, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's there. Um, I think the fans are pumped up. It, it was, it was a good day. It, it really was. And Trevor, again, you, you you hear these things about people saying that you know he can really throw the ball. I mean, you know, one the the and we can probably go into this a little bit later, but the the way the the audacity for him to even try to fit some of these balls in some of these tight windows and actually do it is is impressive. 
like the ball that he throws, it's thrown with velocity. Like there's no, there's no other way to put it. Like the deep balls have the finesse and the touch on them. When he wants to fit a ball within a tight spot within double coverage, he's going to do it. And the fact that he's even looking to make those plays and not saying I probably shouldn't throw that. It scares me a little bit because, you know, again, this is the NFL and everyone is fast. And if he's going to be doing this, uh, you know, I, I don't predict him trying to do this against Seattle, you know, Buffalo, any of these other uh, other teams. But the fact that he's, you know, out there not scared to make mistakes and ready to just fire it in and letting on his physical ability, you know, kind, kind of going super exciting. So when you see guys tweeting, you know, that first day that, you know, hey, this is one of the, the best guys I've ever seen live, even in just one day, that's not hype. You're saying that that's oh, no. something you can see. Oh no, 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 no. That that's that and and again, if any if any Jags fan, you know, has gone out and you've seen the way that some of these balls come off quarterbacks' hands, you've seen the way the ball used to come off of Blake Bortles' hands. You would see it like, you know, how you know, Minshew, we were just like, wow, at least we're getting spirals. You know, this one, when he, when he throws it, man, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Really. He, he's really, he really good. And I think the way that he can actually throw the ball from, um, from different angles, I don't predict him to have a lot of, well, because he's tall, you know what I mean? So he's super tall. And then I think also from a perspective of releasing the ball, I think he's very smart and mechanically able to release the ball probably anywhere, kind of like Patrick Mahomes. You know, Mahomes, and this is just visualization for anyone, how Mahomes can release that ball from anywhere. Trevor's is the same way. Um, now, again, this is all practice. There were a couple of plays where if it were in-game situation, it probably would have been a throwaway or a sack or anything else like that. But just the core of him being able to mechanically get the ball down the field in tight spaces uh, with a little whip on it, is is really good. You know, they should say with with a QB, you can see the ball, you can see the spiral, but if there's no noise and it's just the players, you can hear it from the good ones. Hmm. And like you really hear it. You you can hear it sometimes just you know move through the air as it's you know spiraling through to wherever he's throwing, wherever the QB's throwing it to. We haven't been able to hear a ball around here let alone see a spiral or see a good ball for a long time. You know, Minshew was the closest thing. So, you know, just having that type of ability, now it's, you know, you know it's just going to take time. And it, it'll get there. It, it'll get there. It's, I just think that it's exciting to have him on the team and I just can't wait to see what he can do. I mean, even as a rookie, you know. See, let's see how you know fast he learns. Um, because DBs, man, they're hawks. NFL yeah. defensive NFL defensive backs. The difference between college and pro defensive backs is they talk about hip movement. They can change direction on a dime and get full speed going back the opposite way. So even that look off throw, Corey, where he looked off to safety, safety almost got there. If it was a game. Although he looked him off, he probably would have got there and would have ended up being a one-on-one. Now, would he have put more oomph into it because, you know, it's the game? Probably. But those are the little things that come with time is he's going to have to get used to, and I'm just throwing this out there, I don't know, but he's going to have to get used to um, a safety like Tyron Matthew turning on a dime and headed back the other way. And you think the receiver's open, 
but he's getting closed on like you wouldn't believe. So that's the that's the that's going to be the that's going to be the little part that he'll have to learn. But once he learns that, once he learns how fast they are, then you can start messing with them and manip- manipulating them and 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 doing some things. So and a lot of the stuff that they did too today, um, you know, was really strictly off timing. So I think a lot of the things that he did with DJ, uh, a lot of the routes that they were running with DJ Chenault, um, Marvin. Uh, ETN, a lot of those things they're done. It, it's strictly off timing. It's strictly off of them getting, you know, to know each other. The defense was, was making some plays when they were able to. And I think that, you know, historically within training camp, you know, you want the offense to be just, a, a you know, maybe a step or two in front of the defense, just because, you know, the offense can go out and do things that the defense can't like you can Trevor and these, and, you know, the, the receivers can go up to Clemson and throw balls and, you know, get the timing and things like that down and really go and get into the playbook. You know, defense and the uh, defensive backs, you know, they kind of have to gel as training camp goes. So uh, the more plays that they make, the more their kind of confidence and things like that rises. And I think you have, you know, a great leader um, on on that secondary right now with, uh, you know, uh, with Shaquem Griffin. Um, And I think it's just going to be, Really good for them to just just continue to build off that veteran leadership um, from him. No CJ Henderson today. Um, you know, I think he's on the, the COVID protocol right now. Um, but I did think that the Sidney Jones had a really good camp today. Uh, I thought it was he had a really good like one handed interception, which was thrown behind him, but it was it was still an athletic play that was um, you know, and Shaquille Griffin. I'm sorry. Uh, Shaquille Griffin had, uh, you know, some really good plays there where he needed to be. Um, I, I don't know if there there's a couple plays where I feel like the DBs could have batted the balls away. And I don't know if it's maybe one of those like, all right, we're taking it light these first two days and or, or they're trying to, to throw up the intensity. But there were some plays that could have been made. And I didn't know if it was because they were batting. They weren't allowed to, you know, bat some balls away or anything else like that. Or maybe they're just trying to get into the flow of things. But um, you know, I thought that was, that was really good to see. And then I think, um, you know, also just seeing the defensive line, um, I think the defensive line has dramatically improved from a size perspective and a, and a body perspective, um, you know, seeing, you know, Hamilton seeing, um, I would say, uh, Jay to, to, I can't pronounce his last name to Philele to, to fel- the, the rookie that we just got. Yeah. He's, he's really good. Kayla Vaughn is, is still huge, um, like, like always. So, um, but yeah, no, I think it was, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's coming together, man. It really is. No, that's awesome. That's pretty good. Uh, little rundown there of, of, uh, of what you saw today, Derek, any, uh, kind of, uh, feedback just on what you heard there, as far as the, the standout guys, is it sort of aligning with what your expectations were? Yeah, you know, really, it's so tough when they're running, you know, seven on seven or uh, just, you know, they're, they're throwing the ball around, trying to get that defense is trying to tighten up those windows. Offense is trying to just get their continuity down, their, their chemistry down as far as the passing game. You're going to continue to see that. What you don't well, – the one things you got to look out for is the things that we're used to, okay? The random picks that don't make any kind of sense during seven on seven, which we got a lot mm-hmm. the overthrows where the receiver is yelling hey man throw it in bounds next time 
We don't want to see any of those. I wish we had a producer <laughs> where we could just just put, just plug that plug that sound piece in from Alan yeah. Robinson. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to see any of those things. Uh, I think there was one year that an actual um, a blocking pad actually batted down a ball too. I want to say if I recall correctly, uh, which that's that's just outright embarrassing. Point is, you don't want to see any of those things. All you want to see is them going through their script uh, practice, making sure that the intensity stays up. Um, and then also uh, seeing how guys can turn it on and turn it off uh, and how they're responding to coaching when, when you know, they're being coached up. That's it. Another thing that I noticed, too, was, um, you know, that Urban is really – really putting putting it that emphasis on the health and wellness um, because again like they would come out and they they did stretches and like these different like warm-up things before they did the team stretch so it was like they did like these individual just fast twitch um you know kind of workouts these little fast twitch like little things with bands uh, and different like stretching and kind of warming up which I had never seen before before they actually did the team stretch. And then there is a very, very big emphasis on taking care of your body. So again, when you go to training camp and you kind of hear this voice that that's doing it. And I, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from or who was, who was controlling it, but it was, you know, they would say hydration, like hydrate. And then like, if one position group wasn't doing something, it's literally offensive line hydrate, like stop what you're doing, get the water, make sure you have everything there. Um, and they kind of break out, and, you know, before they come together as a team, they all have this like little mini practice before where they're, again, doing all these little fast switch things, doing these different unorthodox stretches, getting the body loose. Uh, and then Urban continues to, you know, continues to say rehab, hydrate, take care of your body. Continues that because, again, you know, your best ability is availability and especially within the NFL. And if he's breeding that culture of competition like he is. He wants everyone best at their best for their, you know, for the, for the season. And I think on one of those YouTube videos uh, that the Jaguars put together called the hunt, it's just like, give me six months, keep your body in shape, take care of your body for, for six months. We'll get wins and you'll get paid. And, and, you know, and that, that's the bottom line that, that, I mean, that's really, it's so simple. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourself, take care of everybody and, and you're good. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
dude, that band work, let me tell you, and we'll, we'll go off, off topic here as far as different, a different player, but T.O. has been doing band work for like the last 30 years or however old he is. Yeah. That Joker still looks like he can play in the NFL. Like every time I see him, if I see him on social media, he's doing uh band work or something like that. And those bands, you know, I'm sure maybe, you know, we've gotten more video and more content from NFL locker rooms, but he was the first player I ever saw with those, those bands all the time. Like he had them around him constantly. And it's funny how, you know, 15 years later, you're, you're just now starting to see a lot of that all over the place. Whereas, um, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago, it was, it was just him. Um, he was one of the first with like the hyperbaric chambers and the cryo stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, and, which, which is like standards now, like 20, yeah, 30 years yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember they, there was one, um, there was one hard knocks where Ocho Cinco had one that T.O. gave him and he had it in the locker room with him at camp and they were making fun of him saying he was going to go get in his roller coaster spacesuit. And I'm like, yeah. shoot, I bet you every team has that jump now on, at their facility. It's so, one per player now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't Who knows? But it's just amazing how the little things, the little details that, mm-hmm. you know, fans and even an inept staff don't know. And then one guy comes in and makes the little changes. That'd be a good, a, a, a neat thing to track is how many injuries we have this year from like muscle pulls. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is that's, interesting. That's hydration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we should, we should keep as listeners out there. We should keep track of that. Yeah. I think uh, that's how many, gonna, how many muscle pulls. It's going it, to, I think it's really going to help out because some of the stuff that they were doing was very fast, twitchy muscle memory kind of getting those things out i mean uh, again where we were and where i was sitting um you know we had the tight ends that were really in front of us but then i looked down to the left uh and saw the receivers kind of you know off doing their own thing and they were kind of doing receiver specific fast twitch things and quick reps you know for them to you know get their body used to what's going to be going because you know a lot of times when you tear these you know these muscles or you have these nagging muscle injuries um you know i i think it's because the body isn't used to making that or, you know, it's not primed up for that, for, for that movement, or sometimes it's just freak freak accidents. And I think that they're doing the best that they can to minimize, um, you know, muscle injuries, soft tissue injuries, because those, you know, historically are the things that keep you out. I mean, you you remember sometimes, uh, you know, a player would just have a nagging hamstring or a nagging ankle injury, or just these little knickknacky injuries that keep you off the field. And, you know, for this team, if they get into injury trouble, it's not going to be good because they're not that they, they don't have that depth either. So like the, the, like what we see on the surface right now uh, is pretty much what you're getting. And, and there's no there's not I mean, there's probably depth, I, I would say, mostly, um, you know, on the defensive line um, position. But the offensive line, man, I mean, you've got five, you know, you've got five guys that are starting and that, you know, are probably, you know, w- what we would want. And after that, you know, it, it kind of falls down deep because you you have Ben Barch, you know, on the on that side who are on the offensive line who's you know hasn't gotten a lot. You've got the um, Hunter uh, or Walker Walker Little. We've got him, you know, on the offensive line too. So I mean, he doesn't have that too too much work. So pretty much, man, you know, after that, you've got Will Richardson and a couple other um, veteran ish guys that have been on the team for the longest. But I mean, it doesn't go very deep. Um, you know, for, for the, for the, for the depth of the team. I mean, we're talking about Tim Tebow being one of the best tight ends that we have. 
And that's insane to me. <laughs> um, side note, that helmet he has is the V-I-C-I-S Vicus, Vicus, zero uh, two line. Um, Interesting. That's and see, uh, see, what I see seeing, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm seeing that's a $900 helmet. That's ridiculous. Apparently, it's the new approved helmet by the NFL PA, it looks like. Um, You're going to see things like that. You're going to see newer technology to protect the players from concussions because their NFL and their insurance policy are not trying to pay out a bunch of concussion cases. So um, they're going to try to, you know, find that next company that's going to come up with a technology to protect them. I like it. I think it looks pretty cool. (laughs) So 900 bucks a pot. Yeah, that's just yeah. But anyway, um, no, that's I like the health and and wellness uh, aspect of uh, that Urban's bringing to the team because it's just something new. It's something different. You you look back at like the um, look what's going on in uh, the Giants camp with uh, Kelvin Benjamin getting mad that he was going to get suspended or fined because he was overweight, although he said he you know, tried his butt off to, to get underweight and he was still overweight. Um, just those little things like that, you know, you, you got to have an understanding, not just send him on his way. Hey dude, we need you at two fifty one. by the time you get back. Okay. See you later. Boom, boom, boom. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a whole program, you know, cause you know, losing weight, all of these guys are professional athletes, losing weight and being in shape. Sometimes they need to be pushed. That's why trainers have jobs. That's why, you know, nutritionists have jobs. So the team should have some sort of support staff in place for them to lean on while they're, you know, going through that that transformation to get their bodies ready for the season. And I, and I think, too, another thing, like you look at your Tom Brady's, your Russell Wilson's, um, you know, your LeBron's, uh, you know, all these athletes that spend um, a, a ton of money on their actual, you know, their body, their body is their investment. And, um, you know, that that's what they that's what they do. And I forget where I heard it. I think it was on one of the podcasts that I was listening to. Um, I think it, it may have been on 1010XL, but one of the um, the guys was just like, look, I, I'm going to add three years, three to four years to your playing career. If you give me uh, like an hour a week, just an extra hour, you know, 10 minutes, you know, 30 minutes here, 50 minutes here or 15 minutes here, just total cumulation of like an hour of us just different stretches, different things. And, you know, that, and that seems like they are taking that health and wellness and, and putting that to the next level. I can't, if they, if the, if the city signs off on this, uh, this training camp thing or not training camp, this, uh, this facility that, 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 that's being proposed right now, it, it could be one of the reasons why players come to Jacksonville because they have this health and wellness thing. It could be, it could be one of the reasons why you attract, you know, um, top free agents because you have this, this one, you have this culture, you have this thing where we're going to get you taken care of. And then you don't have to go to these different places. You don't have to go to, you know, you don't have to fly to, um, you know, X place because of a specialist that's there. We have the same stuff here and they want to keep you in Jacksonville as much as they can and, you know, have that groundbreaking treatments, you know, the cupping, all the things that they that they're into right now, you know, all the that they want to have that there. So if they can get it there, be awesome. It's going to get done. Yeah, it's going to get done. I can, I can. It's going to get done. Derek's yeah. got inside info. Yeah, I don't have inside. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just going to get done. 
Just, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think uh, players will come here because they like that art sculpture that's going to go where the landing was. Oh, Have you seen alert. that? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the best thing, the best one that I've seen, like all the, alert. All the like memes, all the memes is the, the Beach Boulevard dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, had, I've seen they that. They chromed him out. They better leave that dinosaur alone, man. That's a part of my childhood, man. <laughs> Goof, man. Leave that dinosaur wasn't, there, wasn't there like a putt-putt thing there? Yeah. It was mm. putt-putt and go-karts, man. My dad used to take me there all the time. Um, we lived right around the corner from there for a short period of time. And then um, I played baseball not too far from there. So I would go there, especially during the summer. Um, they had go-karts. They had putt-putt. And uh, the dinosaur – was the last hole on the putt putt course? I'm pretty sure you oh, had nice. to hit it under his legs. Or, I'm pretty sure somebody, you know, might, I might get corrected on that, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was the last hole. They had, and he wasn't the only one. They had like 16 other crazy uh, sculptures, dinosaurs, you know, statues out there with that putt putt course. Um, but yeah, if, do you have any photos of that from when you were younger? Because I've never seen an actual picture of that. I've, I've just heard stories about it. You know, um, you know, what's funny is my dad's going through a lot of family photos now. Um, so I have to check and see if he's if he sees any because we we had a baseball party up there one time. Um, you know, history of Jacksonville is crazy. You know, there used to be a water park on Beach Boulevard. Not that many hmm. people know that. Not not Adventure Landing. Like, oh, yeah. You're water. talking about Adventure Landing. Beach, it's close. Yeah, yeah. It's called <laughs> Beach Boulevard almost directly across the street from that Goonie Golf, like another two blocks up. Huh. It was a water park, and there was putt putt golfing games like another quarter mile, half a mile, uh, going west on Beach Boulevard. Hmm. So, um, there, there it's you know, uh, just a bunch of history, but yeah, no, those those memes, man, <laughs> the Lurk. one they did with the building on I 4, mm-hmm. I just I stopped after that. I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I think it looks kind of cool, and I do agree that. Uh, and yeah, it, you could see it spell other words. There's a, some other ones too, but um, it. Somebody made a point that it gets conversation going, and that people exactly. talk about it. You know, so I like that part of it. I mean, know? do you think? Do you think anyone? I mean, imagine like if social media was around in like in Chicago, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna put a bean downtown." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, the the bean, and then what's that one thing? Uh, the fist in Detroit. It's like, all right, cool. We're gonna put a fist out here. Right. I think yeah. there's like, there may I should have said that because there's probably some meaning behind that fist, and I'm gonna get flamed on Twitter for not knowing what it is. There's <laughs> like some deep meaning. I should have just stuck with the bean. I should have yeah, just social <laughs> activism or something yeah. like that. Bro, yeah. that 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 uh, that fist in Detroit's probably got something to do with Joe Lewis and like some some Detroit guys gonna be like, what? You don't that's know about exactly this. That's, that's exactly unless you look that up. That's exactly what. That no, I didn't look like. anything it's up. I literally, I literally. It's, it's the it's, it's a tribute. It's a monument to Joe Lewis, man. Oh, okay. That yeah. fist. Cool. What's the <laughs> monument for the What's the monument for the bean then in, in Chicago, <laughs> Mister Know It All? Uh, what's the, yeah? What, what it is? Yeah. Look, well, you're googling it. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm googling. He, he's thinking. Yeah, he's thinking. It's a, it's a cloud gate. Um, it's a the beans was the cloud. Yeah, it's a cloud gate. I don't know. It's like it's a theater um, or something. It's like a bean. Anish Kapoor 
is the architect and artist behind it. <laughs> Being, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no. that's cool. I've never seen that before, actually, until you just mentioned it. I'm looking what, at being? it now. But no. Yeah, I never heard of that until you said it. I just looked it up. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't been to Chicago. Sorry. I mean, neither have I, but everybody knows what the bean is. Well, I don't. Yeah, yeah well, everyone but you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hopefully um, we, we'll have a, uh, hopefully we'll have something one day that can represent our city, The whether if it's a, I don't know. Maybe they'll put a statue of everybody's favorite football player who will remain nameless, who was talked about on this podcast. Speaking um, speaking of <laughs> speaking of beans, uh, the the chili that I had today was really good this morning. There's some guy that that's was, good. That was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the chili that we had this morning. So I, I guess the guy on Twitter, uh, his name is FanCam. Um, yeah, FanCam one, and I guess he's been doing this for 25 years and it was just super random that we're in line and it's 75 degrees this morning before it got hot. That was, that was nice. I was thinking it was going to be a great day today, but no, this is before the heat decided to come out and play. And uh, he's like, he literally just walks up and it's just so casual. Like everyone's standing in line. He's like, Hey, uh, if anybody wants some chili, raise your hand. I've got some chili and some jazz and rice. And everybody's like, What? <laughs> chili i had never seen this guy uh, apparently but uh the chili was really good and then i also so a couple of my other favorite things that i saw from fans um i saw there was a guy that was standing next to who smashed an entire six pack of elysium ipa like, uh, it's, like eight, it's like a it's a i think it's like eight eight percent beer yeah killed like six killed the six pack like at eight in the morning and then Man. his friends came <laughs> and then he goes from drinking like the Elysium, like the nice like IPA beer, to drinking like a twenty-five ounce bush latte. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, he was just covering all all, all bases. And then uh, there was also a guy there that I talked to, and I should have got it on camera because you guys wouldn't believe me. But he was telling me that he goes to he's going to every every game this year, like all seventeen. So he's going to all seven, including London, but he doesn't think London's going to happen. But he said all 17 games while he's eating a sausage McMuffin, dipping it in the chili. Hmm. Mm, sounds good. <laughs> well, that's the break. That's the breakfast of champions, right? That's, there. A, breakfast, <laughs> that's a breakfast bomb. That's what, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So it sounds like a pretty interesting experience down there. This no, morning. it was it was it was good, man. I mean, the way that the, I mean, I would say, um, you know, again, for any other advice for anyone going out to camp, get there early. Uh, it's hot, so I would dress in, you know, if, like you're going to a pool, honestly. Um, <laughs> and then if you uh, the, if you got your mobile tickets, great, uh, scan it. They are doubling down on cashless for everything, so bring you know, Apple wallet or bring, bring something that you or debit card, something that you can, you know, that, that is contact or cashless or contactless because they are not messing around with cash at all. Uh, apparently the word is out that money is dirty. And so <laughs> no one wants to touch anything. I mean, even at the, the vendor, um, you know, for, for getting shirts and stuff like that was cashless. The, um, the drinks and food was all cashless. I mean, yeah. So, 
You said the autographs are even like not the same. Oh yeah, the autographs are crazy. So what they're doing now is so they have these like they have these signs posted up all over the place, pretty much saying that you know due to COVID, uh, there won't be any autographs or anything else like that. So the players are actually grabbing these little footballs and they're autographing them and then throwing them into the crowd. So you still have that autograph, you know, kind of component. Um, they're also uh, and they're they're pretty big. Some are some you know Trevor was throwing some NFL size footballs, and then you had some guys that were you know kind of getting together as far as position groups and signing them and then throwing them you know back. Um, so I thought that was really cool too. So at least you get some type of autographs and some type of um, of, uh, of keepsake for the ter- or for the uh, for the training camp. But overall, you know the Jags they do a really good job of you know the fan experience. So of course Jacksonville is walking around. Um, you know, taking pictures, uh, you know, you've got a ton of music being blasted. Uh, fans are really, you know, pumped. Um, and so I think it's if you if you do get an opportunity to, since it is on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then next week, I think there's a scrimmage on Sunday. I mean, definitely get down there and check it out, man. I mean, that's the only thing you can really do is just, just, just go and check it out and, and really take a look at it. I think the team is going to, I think, I think they're going to be into, in, into some games. I really do. I, I really think we're gonna uh, surprise a, a few a few people. All right, well that's that's good stuff. I I appreciate uh, you t- t- kind of taking notes and having such a good assessment of of camp and going down there and being our uh, eyes and ears on the ground. So uh, good stuff. Uh, anything else, Derek, that you've got just in terms of camp or uh, you know kind of getting back in the swing of things here? Let's be patient, but let's have some fun. It's football season. Yep. It's been a, yeah, been, uh, it, it's been it's a, crazy. Uh, that the Hall of Fame game is on, is in a couple weeks. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Be patient. Be patient with our team. But hey, let's have some fun. Um, let's let's enjoy the moment. Uh, we have a franchise quarterback. Let's enjoy every day that he is here. Um, because you know, hopefully, he's here for a long time. But soak it all up, and you know, let's just have some fun watching our favorite team go out and compete. And, and and try to win some ball games. Yep. And I would say, you know, be safe out there, wash your hands. But if somebody offers you chili from the trunk of their car, that's okay. You can do that. That's Definitely no take the chili. The chili was good. That's fine. It could have been because <laughs> last night was my birthday and I did get a little, you know, um, so the, the chili could have, you know, been great only because – I needed it, <laughs> um, but you saw that he posted online, uh, like a video of him making it before he got there. Right? He had no, it like in a, he had it in his like kitchen sink or whatever, and he was mixing it up and everything. <laughs> it reminds me of the the office oh. the office episode with Kevin and the chili. <laughs> what Derek? We're gonna start calling you the goat, man. Not the goat isn't greatest of all time, but goat is in goat stomach. This Joker went out. Party for his birthday. Wakes up in the morning. First thing this joker eat is some chili. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> like good. some random like, chili. Are you, are you 21? Bro, it don't even sound good. <laughs> seven it's like 7:45 and 8 in the morning. Hey, you want some chili? All right, yeah. <laughs> you want some hot sauce? Sure. Throw it on there. Yeah. But funny. it was really good. That's cool. All right. All right. Well, good stuff. Well, uh, that's good. It looks like we're back in the swing of things and, um, you know, we'll be 
pumping out more content now that there's actually something to talk about, which is a good thing. Uh, again, we are affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Um, if you are on Apple Podcasts, feel free, if you don't mind, to leave us a rating and review and subscribe on there or on any other podcast platform that you prefer, prefer like Spotify or Google Podcasts. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.